Grab your hiking shoes and your backpack and come out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. Welcome to the first episode of the Texas Trailhead. On this episode, we'll go exploring at Enchanted Rock. Find out why this park is so important to me and learn about the trails and the camping features. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Texas Trailhead podcast. I'm really excited to bring some new stories from my personal experiences out on the trail and hopefully talk to some people that are willing to share their stories as well. And I really just want to find out kind of like the story I'm about to tell you, how people started spending time outside and what was it that happened in their life where they felt that they needed to spend time outside. So thanks for joining me in this new adventure and I hope you get something entertaining, interesting, helpful out of these episodes and let's get it going. So on this first episode, I'm going to talk to you about Enchanted Rock. Enchanted Rock was the first state park that I visited. Working retail, I don't have a lot of weekends off. And for my birthday, I had a weekend off and my wife, who normally has weekends off, did not. So I was going through a little bit of health anxiety and leading up to that point, spending a lot of time outside and trying to get some exercise in. And at the time I thought I wanted to be a runner. That's the exercise that I wanted to get. So I was gonna start running. I bought all the running clothes and it turns out running for me just wasn't that fun. And so every day after work and after school, after I pick her up from school, we'd spend a lot of time kind of walking and running around the neighborhood. But when it came to that weekend, I wanted to do something different where we could still do some exercising, um, but something that was just a little bit different. So I moved to Central Texas in 2000 and never had been to Enchanted Rock. I know, shocking. I had talked to a bunch of friends that had been. They said it was amazing. So eventually we found a reason to go and didn't do any reservations or anything. Reservations you can do, of course, now. I'll talk about how to do that in a future episode. But we we planned to go on a Saturday morning. We had all of our stuff packed when we got up. And when we got in the car... I looked at the map, and for some reason when I thought, when we were looking at it at first, I thought it was only an hour away. And so we were leaving at a time in the morning where we would get there at a certain time and then realize it was actually two hours away. So that already started to put kind of a damper on things. I I was really excited about that day and was worried that 
we weren't going to get there in time because I knew that they were pretty popular and were reaching capacity on the weekend. So, so anyway, so we, we made our way out there and it's a really pretty drive from where I live in central Texas and wide open spaces and, and just kind of panicking over things in general. Notice that we were getting pretty far out there because cell service was starting to fade a little bit, but Google Maps was holding holding on, and, and we made it in two hours. And when we got there, the line was all the way to the end of the road that you turn into. So that kind of hurt the mood, I felt like, a little bit. But, you know, on the way, I told my daughter, look, if for whatever reason we don't get in today, there's another state park, Pernalla State Park, we actually pass on the way out there. And if we didn't make it, we'd go check that park out. It's not the end of the world. We'd still have fun. But we get there, and you can see Enchanted Rock from the road. So that anticipation is building, and it's building. And... As we're getting closer and closer, edging along, I notice that there's somebody at the end of the line, and I don't know what this person is doing. He's pulling out a walkie-talkie on occasion and talking and counting, and so the only thing I can think of is he's he's, he's looking at the cars and trying to figure out where the cutoff is. And so we're about 10 10 cars deep, and I notice he's pulling these cards out of his back pocket and just just kind of shuffle them in his hand. And when we got about four cars deep, I see the cars in front of us kind of asking him, you know, what those were for. And uh, he kind of walked towards us and I could hear him talking to the car in front that these were the passes for the cars that weren't going to get in that morning to be able to come back later in the day. So... We get to the front. There's one car in front of us. And I see him slowly walking towards us with those cards in his hand. And he walks to the car behind us and gives that car the first pass. We were the last car to get in that day. So we were stoked. The first time we went, I messed up on when we were supposed to leave and we were the last car. So we were we were really excited. So when we went in to check in and stand, standing in that line, it didn't even matter. We knew we were in for the day. So I didn't mind standing in another line. And and the park rangers and everyone is always so friendly and awesome. And I had some questions about trying to uh, merge an account when they were switching over their system and and they were they were super helpful so we get in and we're looking at the map and not having been obviously the first thing we wanted to do is the summit trail i mean you can't go to enchanted rock for the first time and not climb the summit of enchanted rock so when you're looking at the map, it's going to tell you that it's 0.67 miles. So at that point, I was hiking around downtown Austin just for exercise. And I was like, oh, 0.67 miles, me and 
my daughter, we've got this. So you're walking up, and if you've never been, you get to this point where it starts to kind of flatten out. So you think, okay, I've been walking for a little bit. I know it's kind of high. And then you go up a little bit more and realize that you're not even halfway. You are just kind of on the first little ledge. And you're kind of looking around and you're seeing some of the other kind of first timers figuring that out too as they see this whole other level that they still have to climb. So that was fun. So just just know if you've never been and you're going, you're not even close when you get to that point. You'll know. You'll know which one I'm talking about. So um, my daughter and I, I didn't want to push her too hard. And, and I, was, I was there for her and I was there for myself too. But I, I didn't want her to not be excited. So anytime she wanted to stop for some water, we stopped. And anytime she wanted a snack, we had some snacks. And, you know, I, I was definitely feeling a little bit of the burn. Like I said, working in a retail environment, I'm standing all day, every day. But you're just using, you're using different muscles when you're standing. And then just walking around downtown or hiking these small little neighborhood trails. You're not really stretching your legs in that way because when you go to Enchanted Rock and you go on that summit trail your thighs are going to be burning so just just kind of do your stretches in the morning we definitely started to see people coming down that I don't think were as prepared that looked really worn out and some of the other kiddos around us were looking a little worn out as well too so but we didn't let that deter us we made sure we had our snacks made sure we had platter or water and we kept going and eventually made it to the summit so there was just something about the way she looked when we got to the top just that sense of accomplishment that made me really, really emotional. And I'm already kind of an emotional guy, and you'll probably hear me talk about stuff like that later on. But, you know, just giving her a big hug and a little bit was, you know, her hugging me too and and just feeling that sense. I mean, this wasn't a 14er, you know, but having that be our first kind of extensive hike just was really important and really special. And I was so proud of her. And we've gone back since then and, and it's a little different, you know, because it's not it's not the first one. But um, so just being there on the top and looking around and, and, and just feeling that just that overwhelming sense of just being proud of her and and you know just talking about it now, I get really really happy thinking about that moment. But so kind of backing up a little bit, when I was telling people that I was going to Enchanted Rock for the first time. Everyone said, oh, yeah, it's great. Um, But I had one person that said, you know, when you go up there, it's going to seem kind of weird. But if you lay down on the rock, I don't know what it is, but there's some like vibrations you feel and you just get. And I'm like, "Okay, this is all right. I'm not doing that. So, of course, we're on the top, and that just went straight to my brain, and I said, hey, 
we got to lay down on this thing and and feel feel whatever it is she was talking about. So we found a, a clear spot that wasn't around too many people. I mean, it's, everyone else it just looked like we were resting or taking a load off. So we we got our backpacks off and we found a spot. And we both laid down on the ground and we took a, a picture and I looked up at the sky. It was a beautiful, clear sky. And I closed my eyes and you can just hear the wind blowing through your through your ears and faint voices of all the other people. But for the first time in a long time, I was able to turn off everything in my life that was stressing me out or making me sad or making me anxious and just feel one with nature and reflect on just how big the world is and how much there's so much other things going out there and and not for me to hyper focus on the little things and it was just i guess to to pull a line from from Pulp Fiction, that moment of clarity. And I opened my eyes and I I can't explain it, but that was it. That was the moment when I said to myself, oh, I want to do this more often. I want to spend more time outside, be in nature, and then just remember how special that is. And that was it. That was the first one. Enchanted Rock is the first state park. And if we didn't get in that day and ended up at Pernalis, I don't know if I would have had the same effect on my life. Enchanted Rock changed my life. Everything that I appreciate about the outdoors and nature and just exploring happened because of Enchanted Rock. And with this podcast, I hope that I get to find moments like this in other people's lives because it was really, really important for me because that helped fix a lot. It wasn't a magic potion. I still battle with insecurities and anxiousness and and trying to have more mindfulness, but that was a huge step in figuring out how to manage that. So if you're still listening, thank you. I'm going to go into the hiking and camping. So including the summit trail, there are eight trails total at Enchanted Rock. The Summit Trail is short. The Loop Trail is technically the longest. The Loop Trail comes in at about 4.59 miles. And it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's the loop around Enchanted Rock State Park. We hiked about half of this. And just from the half that we've seen... So on the first trip, we did the other half. I've eventually since have done the other part of it but the loop trail is pretty tame i gotta say that if you're hiking at enchanted rock during the summer or kind of most state parks in the hill country there's not a ton of shade 
And if you're hiking in the summer in Texas in general, take more water than you think you need or as much that you can carry because you're going to need it, especially on the loop trail. It's, it's a pretty flat terrain, so it's not crazy in that aspect, but it's just, it gets really, really warm with the sun reflecting off the crushed granite and whatnot. But the shortest trail is the Scenic View Trail, and it's not really a trail. It's more of a pathway to the Scenic Overlook point of interest, so it's going to get you to the Scenic Overlook. And I'll talk about the other points of interest that I really think y'all should go to. So if you're not in the mood or if you've already done it, the, the Summit Trail, the scenic, scenic Overlook is definitely worth just going and checking out the glory that is the Texas Hill Country. So if you do decide to do the Summit Trail, I totally recommend coming back down towards the west side and hopping on the Echo Canyon Trail. So this trail is a bit of a challenge. It's pretty much going on a valley in between the Enchanted Rock and Little Rock, which is one of the other monoliths there. But the payoff is at the end of the Echo Canyon Trail, there are these large boulders that make this kind of round formation. And you can go inside, and if it's not super busy, you can just sit in there and have lunch or just admire the beauty. Um... But around there, there are a bunch of shaded spots, some um, logs that you can sit on. This is where we had our main lunch for the day. And it's just a good spot for just hanging out, catching your breath. But kind of on the way along on Echo Canyon Trail, it's pretty rugged. So be careful, wear protective shoes. Um, The first time I went to Enchanted Rock, I was just wearing... It's not an affiliate, but I was just wearing my Chacos, and I um, that was actually the last time I wore Chacos to hike in because that was a mistake, and I got a lot of crushed granite in my sandal. So um, wear comfy shoes, but so it's a bunch of rocks, and it, it's it's hard to maneuver, but there's also another little cave area that you can go into, so I definitely recommend that. It's not a super tight crevasse that you need to kind of wedge your way into. You you can get in pretty easily. There's a little bit of um, graffiti inside. It's not super gross, uh, but it's it's a neat place to to check out. In total, Enchanted Rock has about eight points of interest on the map, but like I said, I recommend Echo Canyon. It's... It's really neat. The scenic overlook, if you don't want to go up the the main um, summit trail. And then last, Moss Lake is pretty neat. You can get there from either the Echo Canyon Trail or on the Loop Trail. Uh, one of the bodies of water that you can see see there. But, you know, in general, I just, I recommend just taking taking in all of the beauty, the beauty and uh, the landscapes, all of the plant life, the wildlife. It's just a re- really neat looking park. I hate to use photogenic. Uh, I'll talk about that in a future post, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, take a picture, it'll last longer. Sometimes uh, a quick pick is good just to 
kind of remember and reflect. And uh, Enchanted Rock definitely has some of those spots. So if you're going there for camping, just know at Enchanted Rock, camping is a little bit different than some of the other parks I'll be talking about. For one or for two, there is no car or RV camping available. So all of the campsites are walk-up and primitive sites only. So that's not to say options are limited, though. Enchanted Rock has 35 walk-in sites with water and 20 primitive sites. And one thing also, you can only use a hammock on the shade shelters. So think about that when you're planning your gear. But honestly, having your place to sleep in the shade isn't so bad. I love hammock camping in the summer. And, uh, you know, if you haven't done it yet, I'll tell you the benefits of that. Um, sometime really soon. Uh, I, I hate to kind of spoil all my ideas that are running in my head right now, but I, I definitely recommend uh, hammock camping. So, So that's pretty much it. There is a full list of hiking and camping information on my website. You can find that at www.thetexastrailhead.com. And you can also find me on Facebook under the same name. Just look up The Texas Trailhead on Facebook. So if you've made it this far, thank you. I am so excited to get this going. I don't want to run this first one too long. I just, I want to say I want people to get a feel for kind of my my style and my voice and my thoughts. And But who knows where this is going to end up. This is going to evolve like anything else. And I'm trying to not overthink anything and... You know, even something down to, I, I understand there's special microphones, which I don't have yet, but I don't want to be too nitpicky about that. I just want everyone to know I appreciate anyone that's listening to this right now, and I hope I can share some fun stories about being out on the trail. So with that being said, put on your hiking shoes, grab your backpack, and let's go out on another adventure. You're listening to the Texas Trailhead.